1: It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commanders beat reporter Craig Hoffman.
0: Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. I'm Craig Hoffman. He is Logan Paulson. And, Logan, let's jump right into it. Uh, Biggest story in the NFL yesterday was Jeff Okuda traded from the Lions to the Falcons, the number three overall pick in the 2020 draft is traded for a fifth-round pick in the 2023 draft. The Lions were facing a dilemma of whether or not to give Okuda his fifth-year options. He's missed a bunch of time due to injury. Um, Wait, that sounds... That sounds very familiar. Uh, the commanders are currently in the same predicament, trying to figure out what to do with the player picks right ahead of Okuda. Of course, his college teammate, Chase Young, the number two overall pick of the 2020 draft, who has missed a whole bunch of time due to injury and who they are trying to figure out the fifth year option on. Um, when you heard the news of this trade and see the value that the Lions got for Okuda what did how does that impact the way you think about what the commanders should do with Chase Young if at all and then we'll get to what this trade means for the the rest of the draft with the lions now probably upping their need at corner
1: i think just from a big picture standpoint it's kind of the way the league is treating f- former first round picks you know i think the you know the rosen thing a couple of years ago with uh, arizona guys that they they're, they're they're ready to kind of cut bait they understand because the the contract value of these players isn't astronomically high like it used to be, they can kind of move on and do some different things and kind of accrue draft capital in different ways. And, um, you know, unfortunately, Jeff Okuda has not been playing very well uh, since he got into the league. And like you said, he's got a big injury history. So am I surprised by the fifth round pick? I do think from a commander's perspective, I think it just shows you perhaps um, how how the, the potential return for a Chase Young in a trade. You know, I think there's a lot of people saying, oh, trade chase for a first round pick. And I hate to break it to you, but I don't think that that will happen. Now, chase was a different animal. Like he was one of one with regards to evaluation. So I don't think you're going to get a fifth round pick. You might get a third or a fourth, but it's, I don't think he's going to get, definitely not going to get a first round pick maybe not get a second round pick and it's just because like the draft comes every year and free agency allows you to move pieces in a different way than you did before so i think this is going to be kind of an eye-opening thing for commanders fans specifically because i think you and i are kind of both aware that you know based on his performance the last two seasons um you know which is injury related that there's not going to be a huge market for him now he does have the rookie of the year thing going for him all that kind of stuff but you haven't seen that guy for a couple of years, and again, that's not entirely his fault. Injuries are outside of your control. The rehab took a long time. All those different things. So um, I don't know. I just I just think it it should be kind of a sobering moment for Commanders fans.
0: It is, but it's also to me it, it reinforces that the plan has got to be to figure out how to play, let him play this year, um, and whether whether you pick up that fifth year option or not. Like if you want to trade him next year with that fifth year option exercised or not uh, on the franchise tag or however it is like you need him to get a better year under his belt because chase what made him special is not just the on field production but like his leadership skills and his kind of leadership personality. I think made him the prospect that he was, um, and make him who he is. I mean, I talked about this on the radio show yesterday, but you know, you can get sick and tired of seeing him, the camera shots of him on the sideline, super intense during games in which he's not playing, but that seems to be genuinely who that guy is. And even in the commander's log, uh, thing that, that, uh, your colleagues did for the commander's YouTube page. And like chase sits down for this interview as, as does Terry and a bunch of other guys, but, the way Chase talks about football and and kind of the vision he's got and and the the energy he brings is a different level than Jeff Okuda, who they were hoping would be a really good corner for a long time and, and obviously did not become that. And so the value here is is I know they were one pick apart, but they're completely different players to me, completely different types of potential to me. And so for the commanders, if that is the market is a third or fourth round pick, to me, that's not worth the return. To me at that point, the the better risk reward proposition is to let it play out and see if this guy can, if the, even if you wanna trade him eventually up his value, or at least get to the point where if you lose him in free agency, you're getting a third round comp pick anyway. And, and at that point, like, what's the point of trading him for a fourth? So uh, I think that to me is, is where I sit after this, is like, wow, okay, if the market is depressed, on guys that you're going to have to pay soon i'd rather take the risk of of playing it out with chase because i still think the upside is there for him where with okuda i think the like the the shine is off like we we don't think any jeff okuda is going to ever go to atlanta or anywhere else and be like an all-pro corner all of a sudden you just hope that he's a good player for you if you're atlanta for years to come or you gave up a fifth round pick for him and you you move on after this year and don't wind up re-signing
1: Yeah, and I also think that um, you know he was probably a guy that they were thinking about cutting because I, I would bet that they're probably going to the Detroit Lions are probably going to draft Witherspoon or Gonzalez at uh, six, and I would probably say Witherspoon if I was going to put money on it. So, um, yeah, I, I think if maybe Washington would be approaching this differently if they were in a position to draft, you know, Will Anderson or one of these top edge rushers, and you know they can still draft somebody at um, at sixteen, and I know fans probably wouldn't be too stoked on it, but I think it would show kind of a mindset towards Chase and what he's been doing and how he's on the team because I know we see like outwardly a big kind of verbose personality that's that's full of leadership stuff but uh, you know part of me thinks there's a you know this is pure speculation that there's other things at play here in terms of how he's handled no, I, the I think so as well and so I think that, that that's all stuff that's important to remember and, and you know maybe they're they're tired of waiting I guess you know and uh, that doesn't seem entirely fair but the league isn't always fair so I think um, that's just some To keep an eye on in terms of how they handle the draft how they handle the next couple weeks i know ron has said that he wants him here for otas um i'm not sure what chase's plans are but uh if i was him i'd probably make an effort to be here just kind of you know we talked about this last year when he didn't come just for the optics of it and just to kind of show hey like ron i'm willing to meet you halfway here um and be here for a couple of days of OTA so we'll see how that all shakes out but I, I do think the next couple of weeks are going to be really interesting for Chase and the team's vision of uh of uh, team's plan for Chase moving forward
0: yeah I, I would say with the kind of leadership stuff that I was talking about that's that's an upside discussion the reality is there's been questions about that stuff yeah. like mm-hmm. okay you're a leader like when you're here you want to be the guy in the middle, or you just like being the center of attention Sure. Um, because if you were an actual leader, maybe you'd show up for OTAs um, or, you know, the, the timeline I think was frustrating. The communication didn't seem to be sure. great. Even if the the timeline ultimately was correct, like there, there was clearly some communication issues that sparked up, which is why the public timeline I think was all over the place and there was, you know, reports here and reports there. So I, I do 100% agree with that and, and I'm glad that you clarified that there are certain questions um but I, I still think you know when you talk about trading a guy or making decisions like this you do have to consider not only the the height of the upside but the likelihood that you reach it sure. and i still think there's enough meat on that bone that doing anything prematurely for you know just to get it over with is is silly a- yeah. and you know it's a different case with okuda like chase young has played more snaps than jeff okuda which is so, crazy. yeah mm-hmm. Which is nuts. I think I think Chase is like thirteen hundred something in there, and Dokuda was like twelve hundred fifty or something like that. Yeah. Um. I saw that yesterday in passing, so I don't have the exact numbers uh, committed to memory. But like we're talking about a guy who not only was not as good, and this is part of the reason the thing with Chase is so complicated, is because he did have rookie of the year, mm-hmm. uh, his rookie year, which makes his MA, or sorry, he made a Pro Bowl, yeah. uh, which made him or makes his fifth year option more expensive. Yeah. Um. But like okuda it's like no he's just not that good and he's injured all the time so like that's a much easier decision uh for the lions to make and i know i know the origin story is they are one pick apart but from that origin very different directions um ultimately both disappointing i think and both players would probably say they're disappointed but like the trajectories of disappointment are very very different Mm -hmm. um so i really i guess ultimately don't think that this while it's important and like how this this trade shapes the draft and the Lions' needs and yeah. what they might do at six, I think is is important. I actually don't think it has a huge impact directly on Chase or even is reflective of what Chase's market is.
1: Right, but I do think I I don't know if I entirely agree. I think it is a barometer to a certain extent, you know. And I do think there would yeah. be more interest in Chase, obviously, like his when he is playing. He has been more impactful than Jeff Okuda, but um, I I just think fans who are saying, "Oh, we'll get a first round pick if we trade Chase." Like you just don't understand yeah. the market. I just I think that's unrealistic, and I think this shows that that is unrealistic. Despite you know him being a former second pick overall, all those types of things. I, I think again the value would be more than Jeff Okuda, but it's not going to be a first round pick. And so, like you said, if you get him on his if you if you get him on the franchise tag or if he leaves a free agency, you'll accrue a third round comp pick for him. Probably, you know what I mean. So like it's you don't need to do anything drastic here um, unless you think he's being detrimental to the locker room or he's being detrimental to the vision and that's again that's we have no insight on that i'm just saying like hypothetically if that's something that does happen or that does come to light i think that that would be a reason that they would consider moving on from him sooner rather than later